All right, so this little girl just muttered the words, please help. And she's lying right in front of Damien. And Skoga and Iso are nearby. Wes and Yago, you have not yet gone inside the security office. You're just like getting the door open. Like, has has this been loud enough that we would notice it, or are we kind of far enough away that it's just like? I mean, unless you were paying, like you were looking out for it, no, you wouldn't have noticed. Okay. Okay. Or unless one of your compatriots draws your attention. Okay. I don't draw his attention. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Skoga to offer her a Wookiee steak or something. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm not an animal. Okay. Yes, you are. Damien reaches for her elbow and helps her back onto her feet and says, it's okay, we, we have food, we have... Oh, wait, our food is up in the sky. Uh, we can help. What's wrong? What? Where's your family? Where are your, where are your people? And she kind of shrieks like, ah! and she rips her arm away from you and she clambers back up the steps back to the door where she came out of. Hey, little girl. Um, <laughs> so much no, I'm, I'm asking a question here. Okay, okay. Look, I'll stay away because I know I'm probably a little scary. She's like but, 20 feet away from me by now. Um, so are you yelling this after her? Yeah. Then Do now, you know somebody named Yago? So Yago and Wes, you now, you heard that. Uh, so I, I mean, I turn around and I look and I see. You see the little girl at the top of the stairs. Little she girl turns the around. I start walking rather quick. You said she's a human, right? I start yes. walking rather quickly. I guess Damien's human as well, so it's not super important. But having a giant lizard yell at you must be kind of scary. So I'm, I'm, I'm making my way over to try to resolve the situation. Yago, do you know a little girl? She's like kind of haggard looking, small. There's lots of little girls here. There's only like 20 people in so this town. At this point, I guess Yago and Wes have, have joined back over there. We yeah. ran back over. She She's just standing at the top of the stairs. She kind of skirts behind one of the columns and is peeking out at you all. I Wes is going to walk up there, you know, kind of, you know, the classic sort of calming hands forward. I'm not trying to kill you. Hi, hi. Flips her off. <laughs> Boom. In your face. Classic Wes. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, my, na- my name is Wes. What's your name? Trying to make a point of contact here, guys. This is hostage negotiation. <laughs> is she a hostage? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. She's a hostage in her own mind. It's I just, hi, hi. My name is Wes. What is your name? She runs inside. Okay, I follow her. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, Wes. Wait for us. Yeah, I do wait for them as well. Yeah, maybe let Yago handle this one. Like, if he's got the key to the security office, I'm sure they know who he is. Like, he's probably well known. The only Mon Calamari around. I don't recognize her, but she might recognize me. Let me try. So I, I go in first through Hi. there. Does yeah. everyone follow? Yes. yes. Skoga follows at a distance. Okay. Because he's not a total idiot. So like maybe, you know, five armed dudes, you know, is not the most comforting for a traumatized child. Maybe. Especially one wearing parts of Wookiees. <laughs> it's just the fur. All right. So inside the meeting hall where you all are now at, it's it's a large open chamber. It seems like whatever benches and chairs there would have been have been removed from where they were bolted down and been discarded. Just over a dozen people lie on the floor or are huddled against the walls or in the corners. And are they as, dead? 
know, but they seem to be in the same condition as the girl, and as any of you come close to them, they sort of retreat, just sort of backwards, like you're parting the Red Sea. (laughs) And the little girl, she runs toward the very back of the hall, and she goes up to these big set of double doors, and she starts, like, rattling them because they won't open. I don't like this. Yeah, uh, We're like from off-planet, and we're here to help. Can, does anyone care to tell us what's going on so we can assist you? We are from the Jedi Order. And the girl turns around. Like, this is a large hall. I'd say it's like 100 feet. So she's at the opposite end of the hall from you guys, and she just like turns, and she's like, The Jedi? What was that? You need to speak louder. Yeah, she, she she mouthed something, but you barely heard her. Uh, since she's still the only person that appears to be interacting with us as everyone shies away, you know, I move forward going to her. So she's still rattling on the doors? Like, she mumbled up that she's still rattling on the doors? No, she stopped after uh, Damien said you guys were from the Jedi. Okay, then noticing the change, Wes goes up there. We're from the Jedi Order. We're just trying to find out what's happening here. We've heard some terrible things from Yago. Just kind of walking forward again, hands open, not attacking you, just want to talk to you. Because everyone else is just, like, shying away on the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, then I'm still addressing the little girl. She's the only one talking to us. And I walk towards her, uh, to walk towards the door she was jiggling. Okay, and as you as you reach her, she says a little louder, The, the Jedi? Yes, the Jedi Order. You Except are us. a Jedi? Oh. Honorary I, member. He's a Jedi. I, I have walked up to her saying, yeah. I'm a Jedi. And I kneel down. And and what about... And she kind of points past you guys at Skoga and Iso and Iago. Uh, the lizard-looking guy is honorary. This west next to me is honorary. And the uh, Keldor over there is honorary. The other guy we just picked up recently. But he's here to help. He's We're friends of the planet. Jedi. So only you're a Jedi? Yes. Do you have your, your light sword? Yeah, I pull out my blue one, and I hold it kind of away from her, and I ignite it. I say, see? Damien, Damien, I'm getting a real bad feeling. Maybe don't go flashing that around. How do we know this isn't some sewer king kind of trap? Oh, calm down, Skoga. And I extinguish my lightsaber and put it back on my hip. And I say, see? Jedi. Perfect. Um, and then the oh. doors of the other side close. Oh, I told you, Damien! <laughs> Boss fight! Um, and Music starts. <laughs> all the people who were, like, in the on the edges of the room and against the walls sort of, like, shakily stand up and get to their feet. Real quick, Ryan, are you going to make us kill this little girl? What? Maybe I'm, she's not actually a little girl. I'm not going to make you do anything. This is, this okay. is a role-playing game. A, you are yeah. responsible for your own decisions. You have... Complete freedom. So if Wes chooses to kill the little girl, that's on Wes. That's on Wes. <laughs> and if Iso chooses to kill an entire hospital, that's on Iso. Um, no, that was the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> the Sith made me do it. All right. Anyway. Uh, does anything happen with the little girl? Does she have like a sinister smile? Does she do anything? No, but she, she turns to Yago and she's like, You know us. Yeah? I do. What happened? You, so... Yago, you definitely recognize some of the people in this crowd Mm -hmm. and they all start walking toward you all very slowly and perfectly in sync. Like, left, right, left, right. Skoga ignites the the lightsaber bayonet 
and he is getting himself ready. You hear the hum of his of his blaster rifle start to get a little higher. Uh, Yago um, speaks to the group. And he says it to the people in the hall. He says, "Stop! Don't don't come any closer. Hang on." And then, as an aside to the companions here, I say that I I fear that what is I fear that this has broken loose while I've been gone. I don't think these people are themselves. Do we have to kill them? Are they dead? What's going on? I, I don't know, I'm, but they're not themselves. We saw what happened back at the Jedi Temple. Like, once the Grey who's got some of those Jedis, and those guys, they could use the Force. They were gone, man. They were, they were. Like, we had to kill those guys. Is anyone, like, taking a closer look at the people? Yes, that that's what Iso's doing as they're advancing. Well, I guess he's not looking at them, per se. He's looking if there's, like, another way out or higher ground to get to or a place where they can kind of barricade themselves rather than having to kill all of them. All right, Iso, do a perception check. Crap. That is a rousing eight. So, other than the doors at either end of the meeting hall that you're in, you don't see any other exits. There are some maybe what used to be hallways, but they're entirely blocked by collapsed rubble. I reach out with the force to touch the minds uh, mind the mind of the little girl. 14. You reach out to touch her consciousness and as you do, you feel just one presence and you feel it from every single person in this room and you're immediately repulsed and you can't feel it anymore. Uh, they are all sharing one mind. I don't think their minds are there anymore. Skoga reaches for a frag grenade off his bandolier. The little girl still talks to Yago and she's going, You know us. Look, there is David. Here is Luca. We are your friends. We just want to talk. Now, at this point, are we split up on the two opposite ends with uh, I think, Damien and yeah, I think Wes up and Wes there by the girl? Near the little girl and the others are... Yeah, Damien and Wes are near the little girl, and then Skoga, Iso, and Yago, you're like 50 feet into the room, like smack dab in the middle. Surrounded by people walking towards us? Yes. And the little girl is like walking toward Damien and Wes... And there's people who have like gotten up next to her, and they're also walking toward you. I have ignited both my lightsabers at this point. And Skoga hands another frag to Iso, standing next to him. I think we should leave. Well, if you find the way, lead it. But otherwise, I think we may have to stand our ground. I think I'm just going to go through the door. And uh, Damien skirts around the little girl and tries to cut through the, the double doors that were behind her. You uh, you slash at the door and probably an even bigger monster behind there. <laughs> Thanks. Damien. And the door bursts open and there's just like this tidal wave of this gray liquid, like oh, this crap. viscous stuff. Um, Can I do a reactionary check? To yeah, you'll have acrobatics? to do a quick acrobatics check. 19. You're able to leap back even past the little girl to where Wes was. I do a backflip as well. Just sure. for Skoga. <laughs> just for Skoga. And that starts like, it's not moving quickly like a liquid, but it is just like coming out and it's moving toward you guys. I uh, Does... As soon as I land, I turn to Yago and I say, Yago, these are not your friends. They are gone. They've been killed by this. They are not themselves. I think so. We must, we must kill them. Or uh, escape. And possibly escape. If we can escape. Iso turns to uh, Skoga and just kind of looks at him and pulls pulls the pin on the grenade. He's like, all right, I'm ready. 
Um, well, uh, Skoga the pulls the pin in sync with Iso. I don't think they're pins. Whatever. They push the button. Oh, no, no, no. They, they, they slide the little thing. There's yeah. a little yeah, thing. Yeah, like in solo. That, that's it. a thermal detonator, guys. These are frag oh. grenades. That's okay. true. Yeah, but they're Whatever. Okay. Iso arms the frag. However it's done, <laughs> he arms it. Skoga nods to him and arms his own. Okay. Wes, seeing the use, begins a flat-out sprint towards away from the use. Iago begins backing away from it with his blaster primed and uh, ready. All right, so then, for simplicity's sake, we're, we'll say that through Wes running and Damien leaping, you're all now in the dead center of this meeting hall. Iso and Skoga, you've just primed grenades. There's about 15 people, including the little girl, like, steadily advancing toward you. And a large, like, heap of ooze just slowly inching forward, coming out of this door. So, can Wes and I, like, is there a path through the crowd that we can run through toward the others? Run? No. You'd have to push past people. We need to make a path to the door. Can we do, like, a wide circle around them? They are in a circle around you. Okay, so yeah, no matter what. You're right, you're right. But we make a bigger circle (laughs) around them. On the turntables. <laughs> Damien tests out the people. He goes within touching distance of one of the people and tries to shove past him. It tries to grab you. I slice his arms off with my lightsaber. Okay, I'll have to do an attack. 16. That hits. You um, slice off... I guess you have two attacks with both lightsabers, so yeah. you can... You just chopped off one arm. And 20. And you chop off his other arm. And then I push past him. And as you do that, the arms fall to the ground, and this person remains standing. And you see, like, where flesh and blood and bone should be is just this gray ooze. There's You see, like, the skin, like, in a ring, and then all inside that is just, like, this writhing gray mass. Great. Is Are there more people behind him? And it shrieks, and it tries to, like, bite you. It misses, though, as you push past it. And then two more also try to attack you, but both of them flail about, and you're too fast for them. So you've you've cleared a very small window, if anyone wants to run through that. I try to push through that. You will be attacked. Iso just kind of looks at Skoga and nods towards the mass of gray ooze, indicating we should throw our grenades at the gray ooze. Skoga nods back to the crowd of people... Between us and the door, <laughs> indicating we should throw our grenades at the people. Iso nods towards Damien and his lightsabers. In- <laughs> <laughs> have an entire conversation just by nods. Um, how far away is everybody, the people that have surrounded us, roughly? Between 20 and 30 feet. And Damien's gone. Damien is out of the meeting hall. Or you've made it at least to the doors. Of the okay, and now is Yago, uh, Wes, and Iso next to Skoga? Are they all? Are we? Have we all grouped up? Or yeah, you're all together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Skoga, he chucks the uh, he chucks the grenade at one end of of this ring of people that is formed around us, and then he says, "Everybody duck!" And I you duck. see duck. at that moment. A burst of flame comes out of Skoga's gun uh, that Adara had adjusted because you now notice a cord going to Skoga's jetpack that goes to a nozzle on the left side of the gun and Skoga spins around and spins fire around the whole room, (laughs) hopefully igniting some of 
gray zombie dudes? Whatever. Yeah. The the normal citizens, you know. The infected citizens. So where did you toss your grenade and where did Iso toss his? So first and foremost. I tossed mine. I, I guess I hadn't tossed it yet, but upon seeing him toss it at the crowds, I just tossed it in the opposite direction to get like full 360 coverage. So I guess if he threw it towards the door crowd where Damien was, is that correct? I threw it towards the ooze. Okay. Oh, the then, ooze on the far end. Well, yeah, if, the I, ooze if, on I, the far end. if I saw him throwing it towards the ooze, then I threw mine towards the ooze. So your grenades roll just past the people toward the ooze, and they explode. Four of these zombies are blown apart, basically, and you see the ooze is just, like, spattered all across the back of the town hall. And then that's when Skoga yells duck and sprays jets of flames around. Roll 3d6s. Ten. So you set every single person in here alight. But Including us? Dead. No, not you guys. <laughs> and Damien. <laughs> no, Damien's fine. He's 50 feet away. So you set all the zombies alight, but they are still going toward you. And now you, they're even more treacherous. <laughs> their clothes and their hair like starts to just like burn away, and their skin begins to peel and blister and melt, revealing underneath this gray ooze that's then seeping from every orifice. That stinks. And it does. It smells real bad. It smells awful. <laughs> Damien uh, uses lightsabers to open up this side door and kick it open to allow some ventilation. <laughs> and shouts to everyone, get out of here now! So, yeah, you're, you are easily able to open the main door. Uh, Yego's going to make a blaster attack towards the people between him and the door. Okay. That one. <laughs> right great the start. And right into Damien. <laughs> I promise I'm trained. This is not normal. No, like you go to aim down your sights and you come, you just like meet the eyes of basically someone who had been one of your closest friends here and you just choke up and you're not able to do it. As you, uh, 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 and they're just frozen. And then you see like half of his cheek fall off from the fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like crying I'm like gray ooze. It's weird. And it's like coming from his nose and his ears. Like it's pretty disturbing. Yeah, I'm obviously besides myself and I, you guys can tell that I'm uh, shell-shocked and frozen here. Skoga muscles his way past Yago and he opens <laughs> fire on that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so he just lets it rip. 22. It burns away the flesh, but you see the gray ooze underneath repulse a bit, but then just like fill the space again. No effect. It's about half as effective as you would have hoped. All right, blaster bolts don't work, but we still got more, more where uh, that fire came from. I, Wes, seeing Yago kind of frozen up, kind of grabs him by his collar. It's kind of drag him. He, he's not stopping to shoot at anyone. He's just running. He's kind of following what Damien said. All right, um, do a quick strength check. Just, like, push through this crowd. That's, like... Because they keep coalescing around you. No es bueno, guys. Fifteen. That's fine. However, you are still attacked by two of them, but they flail around... They rip his coat. Aimlessly. <laughs> um, and they're unable to land a hit on Wes or Yago. You guys have reached Damien, then. And then it's just Iso and Skoga in the middle. Okay. Iso... I'll lay down some cover fire, and then you can go through them, and I'll jetpack out afterwards. Mm -hmm. All right, sounds good. And then I open up another burst of flames, just on the ones directly between us and the rest of the group. Okay, roll 3d6s. Well, I guess we should do an attack first. 
Oh, the giant cone of flames. Oh, I missed. Oh, I'm nuts. I was looking, I was aiming too high. I do not like the cone of flames. Uh, <laughs> this is like a 13. Yep, that's enough. Well, wow. 10 again. All right, you burn a good portion of them. They're still not dead, though. But are they weak enough that Iso could muscle through? I attempt to push my way out while Skoga makes the distraction or attacks him. 18. Yeah, you're fine. And then Skoga, it's just you. Everyone else is either outside or at the yep. door. I just, uh, I use my jetpack to go a little, <laughs> little bunny hop right over him. You are able to easily do that. You're now all at the entrance to the main hall. Damien ushers everyone out the door and then follows them. How are we supposed to get in contact with our ship when we say it's time to leave? Yeah, because our (laughs) comm links were not working. Did anybody bring like a flare gun or something? (laughs) He needs to throw my lightsaber real high in the eye, in the air. (laughs) That's literally the first thing you suggested when you came on the show. What did it was? Is that you can use your lightsaber as a flare. Oh, nice. Well, still smart. Consistency, man. (laughs) Continuity. Um, Yego closes the door to the hall behind us, and uh, I think we should burn this place down. It's being burned down, sort of. I mean, like, I totally would, but I don't think my jetpack has enough fuel to burn down the whole building. So did you lock the door or try to seal it in some way? I tried to bear, like, block a piece of wood, some rubble through the handle. Is there an electronic lock that I could try to hack into and make happen? I guess you have a key. There is an electronic lock, but then there is also, like, scattered rubble at the, sort of, just the top of these stairs. So if everyone contributes, then you could form a pretty good barricade while Wes is trying to... I'm gonna try to mess with the lock. Okay. 30. (laughs) Yeah. No, you, you seal the door and... In fact, it will never open again. <laughs> you, you press the big button that says lock permanently. <laughs> like, you just no watch one. as a line of welding fuse goes right down the seam <laughs> where it would open. No, but like uh, electronically, no one would be able to open this door. Cool. So you start to hear like banging on the other side of it, but like they're not getting through. And you've, you've managed to, in the time that Wes did that, Iso, Damien, Skoga, and Yago like pushed these large blocks of metal or wood, and you've barricaded about halfway. That's good enough for me. Wes, you're pretty good with computers. See if you can get in contact with our ship. No, oh, yeah. So Wes, yeah, he pulls out his communicator. First, he just turns it on, see if he can get any signal at all. It won't turn on, actually. Oh, that's not good. Well, the Did anyone remember dead. to charge their communicator? <laughs> I don't think that's the problem. Dang battery's dead again. <laughs> Forgot to charge it in that four-day journey. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I left it off the charger last night. Anyways, um, so Wes, he starts fiddling with it, see if he can find a way to turn it on. I think we should head back to the security office and look at the recordings, see if there's anything useful there, and then we need to leave this town. That's actually a wonderful idea. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. <laughs> All right, so all five of you book it to the security office? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You opened the door before, so you just, like, run inside. There's, like, the reception desk and then, like, the main area in the back behind, like, this cage, which which has just been left open. You notice that there's tons of spare power packs and med packs available for looting. There's a console that's, like, sparking a bit, Hmm. so you may need to somehow repair it before it's accessible. And there is a cage in the back that leads to the weapons vault that has been blasted open actually we need to get this computer running 
And uh, did you say there were supplies that are ready to be looted? Power packs and med packs. I say we uh, grab what we can. We don't know if we'll be able to get to the ship anytime soon. We should make sure we have supplies to stay here for a while, just for whatever might happen. Okay. That is also a very good idea. <laughs> I'm going to go look in the weapons vault, see if there's anything useful for this this infection. And I uh, proceed to head back carefully uh, through the blasted vault door. Wes turns to Eso and asks him, hey, can you help me with repairing this console here? Can you take over the mechanical part of it? Yes, of course. All right, so first we'll go to Yago. In the back, you find uh, most everything's been taken away already, but you do see on the floor there's a single flamethrower. It currently has a chemical cartridge inside of it, and you notice that there are two chemical cartridges in the vault that you can also find. The one that's loaded in it right now has two out of five charges. The second one has four out of five charges, and the third one has one out of five charges. Yeah, so Yago Yago comes back out of the weapons vault. That place has been looted, but I found one flamethrower and some cartridges for it. The cartridges are incompatible with Skoga's jetpack, however. Did you uh, happen to see, like, a hazmat suit or something? That could be useful, because if that gray stuff gets on you, it's like, you're done for. You have to, like, chop off Whatever gets touched. There are masks and such that you can locate. Respirators. Uh, no full suits. <laughs> yeah, respirators and such. It's better than nothing. We should take some. Yeah, true enough. All right, so then Wes and Iso at the console. I do just a brief look at it and attempt to see if I can do anything to repair it from a mechanical standpoint. Do a mechanics check. 19. You are able to get it in semi-working order. There's still like electronic locks on it, though. Then I, uh, seeing that the console appears to be live again, uh, attempt to break those locks. Okay, use computer. 26. Yeah, easily. There were like different stages of encryption. There are three different recordings that you're able to locate on there. And with that, you're able to actually break all three encryptions oh. simultaneously. Nice. Uh, so I, I turn, I grab Yago real quick because he just walked out with the flamethrower. Yago, come here. I found a couple of videos. You might be able to ga- garner more information from them than I could. I shuffle over. All right, so you actually, you all see this because it projects them to a hollow projector in the center of the room in this back area. Almost. And so Skoga, Damien, and Iso are seeing this too. The first one just seems to be, it looks like a normal day. There's like someone sitting at the reception desk. There are a few people filing reports at desks in the back. And then at the very tail end of the recording, someone runs into the into the office and the the speech is all garbled but they're obviously like breathing heavily and they're pointing outside and one of the security officers in the back unholsters his blaster pistol and runs out after him and the recording ends okay i uh, just kind of turning to yaga after this do you recognize any of these people do you have an idea what they could be doing the security officer i know it was uh i know him <laughs> <laughs> i know him i know him that well it was I, Donnie, I think. I recognize him. It, it is Donnie. <laughs> I did not recognize the other person that ran in. Maybe the next video will tell us more. So in this second recording, you see actually that there are two people, not security officers. And Yago, you don't recognize them. They're behind the reception desk and they are firing blasters out the door. There isn't any blaster fire coming in, however. And then that recording is even shorter than the first one and it ends abruptly. And before you can do anything, this, the third one starts, and it just shows the or the security office as it looks right now. So empty, looted, there's just equipment and stuff everywhere. And this recording is 12 hours long. And you can kind of just like scrub through the whole thing, and nothing happens. Now we watch the whole thing. <laughs> we sit there for 12 <laughs> hours. We're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs>
There's nothing more useful here. We need to leave. I, I turn to Iago, and I just say, well, you are more familiar with this planet than us. Where is the nearest settlement to here? How isolated are we? Indeed, the capital is Foran. It's two hours north here, give or take, walking. If we can find a speeder or transport, it'll be much quicker, but we may need to walk. I did not see anything in the town. Very well. We'll just need to be on our guard. This gray ooze could be everywhere. Indeed. Thankfully, there's sparse vegetation, and we'll be able to see anything coming up and approaching us on the walk over. Hopefully, we can get answers there. All right, so what, what do you do next? Go with him. Yeah, yeah the I, uh, office. I, I allow Yago to lead us in the direction that we should go. You you exit the security office, and after you all are, have stepped outside, the door to the meeting hall bursts open, and like six or seven of these zombified people who are just burning, they stumble out, and they're flailing, and they either collapse where they were, or they like tumble down the stairs, and they are just they're they're gone they're dead completely but then between them all the little girl walks out and she stands at the top of the stairs she starts walking down and she's kind of like stumbling as if she were like nauseous or something and then once she reaches the bottom and she starts walking toward the five of you she starts laughing and first like just like as a little girl but then it changes to like this deep distorted laugh as she literally falls apart and her shell that is her skin and her form just like crumbles to the ground and this gray ooze just like seeps into the dirt do not like that probably should not plant things here for a while (laughs) Um, the plants will rise this uh this scene sends chills down yago's back do we see any speeders hover bikes anything a transport no, I mean, there are still those other buildings. There's the cantina and the, the repair shop and the manor and such. Diego, do you have any idea where the first incidents started? Yeah, I, I do recall that there was a report given to me of an autopsy that was done at the Capitol, Foron, which is where I think we should head now. So the Capitol is probably where it started, maybe? It's at least where we had the first contact that How we were How big aware is the Capitol? About 500 people live there. Wow. All right. Are you all game for that? To the capital we go. In the meantime, while they were having that discussion, Iso was rummaging through the cantina. How much alcohol did he find there? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they're having this conversation and happening at the same time. Iso, you snuck off. Entering the cantina, there's like this holo recording of a band playing, but it's silent. (laughs) There's a, a protocol droid that greets you and offers you a drink menu. I kind of I kind of just brush past all that and I go towards the back towards the stock room. Is there anything left there? Yeah, plenty. So when they finish up their conversation, they just see me walk out of the cantina with like two barrels underneath my arms. <laughs> all right, boys, let's couple, burn this place to the packs. ground. A couple of kegs. <laughs> I walk over to the place where the uh, the gray ooze had settled into the ground and I start pouring it over that. <laughs> <laughs> The gray like ooze gets drunk. Smart. Molotov cocktail, kind of. And then I shoot it with my blaster pistol and set it alight. And it alights, and if there was a large part of it concentrated and compressed in, say, a barrel, it explodes. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't in the barrel. I, I, I poured it Oh, out. you emptied both barrels? No, I kept one with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that gives that gives Skoga an idea. You see him quickly go into the cantina, come out with, like, individual-sized bottles... Right? And a bunch of rags. 
So <laughs> he's gonna Molotov cocktail this one. So and then you uh, then you see him. Yeah, he starts assembling some Molotovs. Kind of hands one to everybody. Yago takes a drink first. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the rag out, takes a quick drink, puts the rag back in, and then exactly. uh, Skoga manages to finagle his bandolier such that he can can fit like uh, some of, some of these Molotovs. Right. Say yeah, uh, three. Sound like a good sure, number? Sure, sure, sure. Three, three Molotovs on his bandolier. <gasps> I attach one to my belt. Yago approaches the repair shop and looking for transport. Heading inside, you do find a swoop bike, but it's beyond repair at this point. And there's really nothing else of great import. You can scavenge around 1,500 credits from like the till. Oh. There's some repair parts and tools. And do a perception check for me. 31. <laughs> you find three things sort of tucked away on one of the workbenches you find an antiquated blaster rifle that can be salvaged it's unusable in its current state it's obviously not local it doesn't seem like it's something that was made from the natives of this world or the settlers that came here and it seems to take a power pack that's incompatible with you know, the current builds which there are none uh you also found a broken down gonk droid next <gasps> to a pile of droid parts Ooh. it's not and... star wars without a gonk droid <laughs> nope and a very heavily damaged droid that someone would have to do a, a a type of knowledge check to know what model it is because it's unfamiliar. And this droid that you can't like identify the maker model uh, is also clutching a blaster carbine, which even upon like trying your hardest, you can't wrench free. Well, I'm not finding anything of transport. I'm going to pick up the antique blaster. I'm okay. going to leave the repair shop, uh, but I'm going to mention what I found to my companions here and... I found this old blast I don't recognize, and there's some old droids in there and a broken bike that's beyond repair. I don't think we're going to have a ride. I show Skoga, because he seems to be uh, more into weapons and fighting. I show him the blaster rifle that I found, and I, I ask him, do you recognize this? You know, this, I'm going to be honest, this one looks like kind of a crappy gun. There was a, another blaster that looked better, but it was being held by a... I couldn't get it free. It was in the grasp of a broken droid. And Skoga looks over and he sees it. Yeah, it looks like a blaster carbine. Um, let me let me try. And then he just tries to, to pull apart the, the mechanical hands that are... Do a strength check. Six. You fail. Cool. You're unable to wrench it free of the mystery droid. There's another way of doing this. Igniting the uh, the lightsaber bayonet, Skoga just zip, cuts off the arms of the droid to, so that he can take the gun with him. The, the hands are still like around the gun. Yeah, no, I know. So now we have a gun and the hands. Well, it's, it the was gun. like it's not like holding it; it's like clutching it to its chest. Cutting off the arms doesn't do anything. What do you mean cutting off the arms? If you cut off the arms, then you can just pull it forward because the arms are no longer attached. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. It's still like holding the blaster rifle. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can we can sub extract that here in a second. Maybe let somebody else try. Well, I don't, wait, you got your own gun. Mm-hmm. Well, why do we even need this? Mm-hmm. So you just cut off a mystery droid's arms for no reason? Presumably the droid is dead. The droid Unless doesn't have Wes, feelings. Wes, do you want a carbine? Can you use I a carbine? I can't shoot a carbine. Again, Wes isn't capable of using anything. <laughs> Does anybody actually want this carbine? Nah. No. No. Oh, okay, well, why was I even bothering? 
I thought somebody I wanted it. It's what happens when the game master set, like tries to set an interesting scene, and then you latch on to something that he had no intention of you ever wanting to try and get. That is a hundred million percent correct. <laughs> oh. And you just ding, ding, ding. You, you did the stupidest thing you could have possibly done. Okay, well now I'm doing the smartest thing I could have possibly done, and I'm putting it back. <laughs> I'm just kind of like holding, like placing the arms I just, gently I just, back like, onto it. After Skogo realizes that nobody actually cares about this and this is not going to help us in any way, he just kind of puts it back and very loosely kind of puts the, the severed arms kind of back in generally the right area. <laughs> Something's like, telling me that this droid was going to be like key to us getting out of here and he's going to be like this super bamp <laughs> that could fight really well, but now he's just going to be this gimpy little guy with no arms. <laughs> He's droid is dead. You 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 don't know what kind of droid it is. Like no one's looked at it. I don't know anything about droids, and my like galactic lore and all that stuff is just garbage. So I mean, mine's like great. So I take a look at the droid, and see what I can figure out. Okay, twenty one. You recognize this as quite a rarity. It's an HK model droid. The HK model droids are the best combat droids there are. And, and you just shot its arm off. I'm sure Adara can fix this. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Uh, She's up in the ship, but we can't get to her. Well, I don't think this one's going to be coming in handy anytime soon. Okay, ignoring the HK droid, which has just been effectively eliminated as a threat slash assistance. Oh, well. Yeah, it was probably going to attack us later. I probably did us all a favor. My, my friends, there is still the matter of this manor. I, I don't know what it is. It looks to be some sort of large building where I don't know if they had a mayor of this town or someone would have lived. I suspect we we are not likely to find answers there, but but what if they have might. a speeder that could really it might it might be the case. Up. There is a garage on the manor. Yes, ooh, that's a good call. I mean, we only found one swoop bike. That's yeah, broken. So maybe we find like a nice space car, you know, like a Cadillac or something, <laughs> Mercedes. He's got an Audi up in there. <laughs> so uh, does that mean you're heading to the manor then? Just yes. really, really quick, just to the garage. The garage is closed. Well, let's open it up. I try to open it. There's no mechanism to open it from the outside. I go to the front door. Damien, cut a big hole in this garage door. All right. I uh, cut the largest hole that my reach can cut in the garage door so that in case there's a speeder of significant size, we can drive it out of the hole. This is actually made of cortosis, so... Well, never mind. Uh, my lightsabers do nothing. Okay, more. cool. Lightsabers don't work. Skoga motions. That, that means there's we something valuable all inside. Start walking to the capital. What? What? Well, is there? Is there a? I uh, thought Wes went to the door. Is there like I went to the door. Another entrance? Yeah, I went yeah, to like I, the front door, the main entrance. Where are you going, Skoga? Uh, do you know Skoga what this metal is? <laughs> well, Ryan, you looked so disinterested that I thought, oh, are we just like spending too much time looking at this manor or like... Why would he say it's made out of cortosis unless there was something interesting inside? Um, because maybe he just like doesn't want us to bother. So we would leave. Is the entire manor well, made out of cortosis? the other door is made out of cortosis, no, and the door not. locks are made out of cortosis, and it's Fine, okay, okay, whatever. Skoga doesn't actually <laughs> leave. He he goes to the front door where Wes is. Wes tries to open the door. The door is... So there's a panel to open it, but it's completely broken. That's and great. the metal of the door seems to be welded shut. Can we cut mm. through this? Damien, we could really use those lightsabers right now. I... See if the door's made of cortosis or not, and then try to cut them. It isn't made of cortosis. So I cut through the welding. What um, is cortosis? Is it like a metal? It's, it's like the only metal that, yeah. 
can it, it doesn't i think it has like a magnetic field around it or something that prevents the light cool, from cool. going through what uh how close is everyone to damien and this door i'm right next to him great yeah i feel like, like we're all right on, behind him <laughs> i feel like we're all on the front porch i mean like how far away can you be like okay we didn't Poor try knock, we should have tried oh, knocking well first. in that case skogo is actually taking cover behind a nearby <laughs> rock <laughs> funny no, so right as you stab your lightsaber into the door, Damien, and then like begin cutting downward, it activates a booby trap behind the door, which blows it open and deals 15 damage to all five of you. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I, what happens when... Oh, I go down one on the condition track. But the way is clear now. Cool. The door is open. We should have used some detonate on that sucker. We should have knocked. Ooh, we should have gone through a window. You can't weld um, wooden windowsill. Yago, he's very worried now that he's injured and a little burnt from this explosion. Uh, he can't quite hear. There's a ringing noise that he's hearing in his uh, in his head. But he's going to try to perceive if there's any other booby traps in that main entrance as he wants to find the closest route to the garage. Perception check, please. <laughs> a million. <laughs> 34. Um, <laughs> you actually notice that there are three different sets of tripwires going down this main hall, which are loaded to concealed fletchlet rifles. In the staircase, can we just avoid this just by like walking over them, or is this like more? Yago's able thing? to instantly yeah. disarm them, and you have a clear avenue through the house. Is a fletchlet rifle a good gun? It's like a shotgun, right? It's it's a slug thrower, so it's not lasers. Ah, okay. oh, never mind. Uh, I'm going to, with my rifle drawn, take point uh, and proceed through towards the uh, side of the mansion uh, that had the garage. All right, you're able to easily reach the garage, and as you go inside and like pull the little string to make the incandescent light bulb in the middle <laughs> Dink. light up exactly there is it has blaster scoring but it was obviously really nice at one point um sort of like a sedan type air speeder similar to like a tx35 or something nice. oh yeah tx35 I mean, I'm more of a TX-95 kind of guy, but I guess 35 I'm more is like fine. an FD-43 dude, but... I'll take a JT-2... Nimbus 2001. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goes like, because this guy was rich and lonely, it's a two-seater. He's a sedan. He's a sedan it's four doors. Yeah, it's a sedan. But that does um, mean that three of us will need to be sitting in the back. One person awkwardly in the middle. He I called the well, shotgun. Actually, like it's so this airspeeder is like it's it's not like a bench seat in the back or the front. It's like one seat, two seat, three seat, four seat, and then there's a trunk. So dibs on the trunk. <laughs> yeah, let's put Wes in the trunk. It's not the first time. Uh, can we open the garage from this side now? Yeah, there's a button. I press the button. Oh dear! And it very, very slowly, like all garage doors. Mm. Oh, he's made of cartosis. It's got to be pretty heavy. But it opens. Uh, actually, it opens downward, so it doesn't, oh, okay. it doesn't take that long. All right. I hop in the front seat that's not the driver's seat. I, I'll get in the driver's seat. I know where we're going. Sweet. Does anyone... Yeah, you got a good like pilot thing? Wes hops yeah. in the trunk. <laughs> nah, I think Skoga can take one for the team. He sits on top of the trunk. He's just kind of... His legs hanging off oh, the okay. back. Like you open the trunk and you're like... You're yeah, 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 yeah. Are the keys in the ignition? There are no keys, but... It's a push start. Yeah, it's a push start. <laughs> All right, I, I push it. And it starts. Vroom. All right. Um, <laughs> and you hear the sound of a gasoline engine. We head toward the sunset. Yeah, we yep. go speeding down Main Street and then turn north towards 4M. Oh.